0: And that's a hole we can fill It's time for
1: I Never Saw That Hey friends Oh I Never Saw That Just a very quick check in To let y'all know that we actually recorded this A year ago Uh, It took me a full year To get my shit together and get it edited And um, you know COVID hasn't been great For motivation I'm sure Y'all understand that um this is coming out on valentine's day so happy valentine's day and thank you so much for listening we're excited to be back when i was a child i remember my father pointing at something and telling me there it is and what i learned from that experience was that i what i thought it was was not what it was and then Two w- woods diverged in a yellow road. Nope.
0: <laughs> I did, Was I supposed to come in there? Or? I, I don't... Was, I was pointing. I was acting, playing your father. I don't
1: know. I, you told me to... Flashback? You told me to, like, do some narration. Yeah. Like, just off the top of my... Like, improv. It was great. I don't, do, I don't do that kind of thing very well.
0: I thought you did a good job. And why did I ask you to do that, Jen?
1: Oh, because of the movie we watched... Which is called "While You Were Sleeping." Yeah, that's right. Which opens with narration uh, about her dad and life going differently than she thought it would, and stuff.
0: Yeah, and about how her memories weren't. She didn't remember life being as orange as that memory because they were watching a sunset. Just right off the bat, this this movie starts with the jokes. Just (laughs) Sandy Bullock just dropping the laugh bombs. Yeah, it, it was 1995 sandra bullock was coming off of speed
1: not coming <laughs> good one. not
0: coming down from good
1: one speed when was speed
0: before this movie but
1: in 95
0: i don't know 94 maybe she had just been in speed she was like a big let's star do because it of speed. let's do
1: speed next the movie speed. wait what are we talking about let's do the movie speed we can also do speed
0: and then talk about speed
1: And then do the movie Speed. It's conceptual.
0: It'd be conceptual. Okay. Um, So, yeah, we're talking about the John Turtletaub film uh, While You Were Sleeping from 1995. Let's just run down the the cast list quickly, shall we? Sandra Bullock, we already talked about. I have in here Peter blank because I couldn't think of his name when I was taking notes.
1: It's Peter Gallagher, apparently. You nailed it. He has giant eyebrows.
0: Yes. They call him Peter Eyebrows Gallagher.
1: I don't think anyone... Peter,
0: Caterpillar Gallagher—that's his nickname. Okay, in the biz, so they call him uh, Bill Pullman. Um, Peter Boyle plays a character oh, named right. Ox. Don't think that's ever explained why he's named his Ox. Ox. Mm-hmm.
1: See, I didn't notice. I didn't catch those finer points.
0: Character names,
1: like the character names, yeah. <laughs> because I was so distracted by
0: the storytelling. My ire. Oh, don't give it away spoiler alert
1: well first of, okay are we doing this <laughs> right now because i'm ready i'm gonna get into this i have some but i do to talk about. who cares no one cares yeah those are the main cast members we
0: do Glennis johns is in this Jen. who the
1: fuck is that
0: she's the mom for mary poppins
1: oh yeah right she's you know, like a grandma she's or whatever a suffragist okay and but she again I mean, no one cares except i will say that that this is a disney movie it was on yes. Disney Plus, and it is very much a Disney movie. It's and a Buena the, Vista production. The so fact yeah. that she was cast in it, I was like, yeah. oh, yeah. Okay, that and makes sense. And
0: the, in the flashback when Sandra Bullock's narrating and talking about her dad and stuff, they are reading a big Sleeping Beauty picture book from Disneyland, or from Disney. It's not from Disneyland. It might be from Disneyland. I don't know. Maybe they sold books back in the day. I don't anyway, know. Uh, Jack Warden is the last cast member I want to talk about. And if you don't know who Jack Warden is, he's a an old character actor who's been in tons of movies, looks like a walrus in this film. That's all I have to say about him. Mm. And he's a coward in this film. His character is.
1: How is he? Okay, well, anyway, I don't we'll care. get to it. I don't care. So I have things to say. I know. And I, I'm i wondering if I should start talking about those things or if you are going to just interrupt me with your stupid segment. With
0: what? What? Okay. I don't know what you're talking about because right. I forgot. I have so, one more thing to talk about, though. Um... Just one connection for us and fans of the show might appreciate. John Turtletaub, you may recognize the name. You may actually recognize the name from the um, National Treasure movies, the series with Nicolas Cage of great films. Mm-hmm. Um, he directed those. But back in the day, he this he was very excited to direct this film because he wanted to get out of the family funny movies that he was doing. He was like stuck doing those. Um, Mm. and he was excited about like a rom-com with sandra bullock so
1: how is that different the
0: movie that he directed just previous to this was cool runnings what yeah
1: this guy directed cool Runnings. he directed
0: cool runnings
1: the greatest movie of all time
0: (laughs) yep that one (laughs) that movie that one
1: the best movie that's a callback to our very first episode, yeah. in case anyone new is listening. Um, thank you. Welcome, everyone.
0: So now I guess it's time for me to interrupt you with that segment you hate. Yep.
1: See you in the funny papers. See you in the funny papers.
0: See you in the funny papers. So um, we do a thing called See in the Funny Papers, as you can tell from the beautiful theme song that you just heard. We've got a new um, a new one for the podcast today. It's a comic called Mutts. Have you ever heard of Mutts? Yeah. So this is It's about dogs, I assume. It is. It is about dogs. (laughs) And just a few days ago, I really missed an opportunity. This is September 7th, 1994. This is the Mutts comic strip that I'm going to describe. A few days ago, um, I found a Mutts website. And a few days, not a few days ago in our timeline, but... September like 5th or something 1994 they introduced for the first time in Mutt's the characters of um, Ozzy and Earl and so the Ozzie and Earl are in this one too but this isn't the first time they appeared that was two days ago so lots of good trivia <laughs> here for Mutt's fans hey
1: Micah yeah we've been gone for a long time yeah yeah not and podcasting
0: not releasing things is what you that's mean that's
1: what I mean I mean like from podcasting yeah and I think that um I think that our goal maybe should be mm-hmm. with our coming back to have people want to listen again.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think that's a good one. It's good to have goals. Are we just also, naming goals now? Did you
1: say it's September 9th we're on?
0: September seventh.
1: Oh, not even September 9th. So I arrived okay. We have so uh-huh. we have so far to go. <laughs> I can't believe how few of these we've actually done. Okay, like, go ahead. My, September yeah. September 7th,
0: 1994. For those of you not familiar, the reason Jen is fretting so much um, is because we're going back and covering one comic per day. Um,
1: that I starting missed. Starting from the
0: date that she went to Montana because she wasn't allowed to read comics Which was August
1: 16th <laughs> anymore. <laughs> well,
0: they threw all her comics away.
1: No, no. Well, I didn't. I wasn't so much a comic, a newspaper <laughs> comics um, what? collector. And I guess, like, wait, it, I could have read comics no, wait. had there been that's newspapers. That's the whole reason
0: I started this segment, because you were so into comics.
1: Well, that's what you said. Yeah.
0: <sighs> Why am I even doing no, this? No, I was Jeff? really
1: into comics. But anyway, point is...
0: I mean, it all makes sense now. <sighs> you don't seem to have any interest in this or knowledge of <laughs> any comics <laughs> since we've started talking about this. So I guess I'm putting it together now. I feel like a real could asshole. You,
1: I'm so... <laughs> Annoyed and I want you to do do the thing.
0: Oh, you do? That's sweet. Okay. Mutts, September seventh, nineteen ninety four. Have I got a treat for you today, Jen? I know you have trouble keeping track of the panels. So this one It's um, one panel. It's kind of one panel. There's three different little scenes, but there's no lines between them, so it's all one panel. Okay? Uh huh. So first scene, uh, there's just a little patch of grass and earl is sitting down on the ground he's a dog and he's a cute little white black and white dog and he's got a little black nose and huge eyes he's looking up at ozzy and ozzy's talking and he has his arms crossed and he says oh i should describe ozzy a little bit more he has black hair a mustache big nose um black pants white shirt kind of looks like the bob's burgers i'm sorry i thought
1: these were dogs
0: no earl is the dog ozzy is his owner try to keep up jen
1: well you didn't i'm i this is me keeping up
0: i mean i said he's wearing pants and he has his arms crossed which is why i asked okay so earl is a dog and his owner is ozzy they're standing on the grass together and earl says ozzy says i'm sorry (laughs) earl's a dog he doesn't talk ozzy says you know earl i sometimes see you as my noble protector then the next little scene same patch of grass and Ozzy is standing there, and he looks kind of surprised, but his arms are still crossed. And he looks like a totally different character. Like, he drew a different character, the artist. It's <laughs> just, he kind of looks the same, but his hair is different. How maybe, fascinating. Maybe if he's only trying to I look surprised, but I don't know. <laughs> no, you can't. That, if only I could see it. Oh, that's the other thing. For anybody new, I just describe them. I don't, Jen doesn't get to see the comics. Ever. It's fun for everyone. And Earl has turned into a lion. He's a giant lion and he's standing in front of Ozzy, you know, like his noble protector, but he has like a little, he has something on his head, like an ear sticking up. That looks weird. It looks like a bump on his head, but he's just a like lion standing Mm -hmm. there. And then the next little section, Ozzy says, I wonder how you see me. And Earl's back, you know, Earl's back to being a dog, but he looks really eager and he's looking over at Ozzy and Ozzy has, he's holding like a, a spoon or a spatula or something in his hand and he has an apron on and a chef's hat
1: <laughs> <laughs> i take it from <laughs> the gleeful look on your face yeah that and was the way it. you sort of froze there with yeah it, yep, that's... Th- that's the end so first of all yes I... why would a dog turn into a lion a because, lion is a cat.
0: But they're, like, imagining, like, how they see each other. And he says, you're my noble protector.
1: A lion is a cat. Uh-huh. You don't... Dogs don't... Dogs aren't lions. Dogs don't right. lion.
0: Dogs don't lion. Well, dogs don't... Dogs wolf. Dogs dog. Okay, but they don't turn into wolves either. So they can turn... If they're gonna... If he's gonna imagine him as something, he can imagine him as whatever I just he think wants.
1: that's, like, a weird choice to make. It Why is. would you I make agree. that... I mean, you got... Three little scenes in one panel, and that's you, and you fucked it up.
0: Mm-hmm. I think um, this, I didn't look up. I feel bad. I guess I don't feel that bad because I'm not naming this person who I'm making fun of right now. But I think this comic artist uh, Wait, you're not author, naming the comic artist? I think they, I don't know their name.
1: Oh, well, that's odd.
0: I know. I fucked up real bad. Um, I think they've made a lot of bad life choices. And I think you pointing out the dog to cat thing is pretty minor. Hmm. Because they did did a bad job with this comic, is what I'm saying.
1: I mean, so the dog sees him as a chef?
0: Yeah, he just serves him food. He's just a food person, I guess. A food provider.
1: I wish there were more words in the English language so that I could describe how not funny that is.
0: I think there are lots of words.
1: Nope, and I think we're done. (laughs) Okay. (laughs)
0: Like... Like you and I are done? Or what are we talking about here?
1: See you in the funny paper soon.
0: Okay, well, Mutz is bad. We've established that, I think. Um, so let's talk about something that is widely regarded as a classic of cinema and universally loved. I'm All just right. going to say it. Okay. 80% on Rotten Tomatoes, Jen.
1: Yeah, it's weird. 80- I You know... Micah, I'm percent. starting to question Rotten Tomatoes' judgment.
0: <laughs> I thought you were going to say you were starting to question your valuation of the film. No, 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 no.
1: No, my valuation is correct. <laughs> I, but this is not the first time that Rotten Tomatoes has uh,
0: disagreed with you, or has
1: sorely misled been me, been
0: wrong, or okay.
1: Um, first of all, this movie is PG. Mm-hmm. which when I, when I walked into this, first of all, we decided to do a rom-com because it was around Valentine's Day. But when I saw that it was PG, uh-huh. I, I said, I believe out loud and to myself, I never would have agreed to this.
0: Were you hoping for hard R or like NC-17? At Is least that PG-13.
1: Like, you know, give me some some passionate necking, you know, or or some making out. Like, give me something...
0: What are rom coms usually? Aren't they usually PG? Or Are they no. PG thirteen? Really?
1: Or R? The good ones are R, obviously.
0: What good rom coms are R?
1: I mean, I could name a whole bunch of like dude rom coms that came out. You know the um, Judd Apatow movies, which
0: okay, but those are like those. I'm talking about rom coms, like
1: those are rom coms. I mean,
0: Sleepless in Seattle, maybe because it has that dong shot. You know, when Tom Hanks gets his dong out. So that's an R. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That scene where Meg Ryan's like, get your dong out. Yeah. And he does.
0: Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In Seattle, he does it in, in the rain. So, that was that okay, movie. Okay, that
1: one probably is PG also. I, I guess there are different types of rom-coms. And when I think of one that I would want to watch, mm-hmm. I think of ones that are for adults. Because they're about adults in relationships. Yeah. You know?
0: But again, I think most of them. I don't know if no. this would be rom-com, like Green Card. That's another one of the era or earlier. Yeah. <sighs> that's PG, I'm sure. I but might even be G.
1: It doesn't matter. That doesn't. Th- wh- what <laughs> I just said is that there are different. <laughs> there are different types. There are ones for adults, and then there are shitty ones. You're like talking this. about
0: adult films, like
1: no, I'm not. No, <sighs> you're making me angry. The okay. point is PG. As soon as I saw PG, I was like, oh, so it's not going to be funny or even remotely sexy. (laughs) Because
0: PG means pretty good jokes. That's what the rating is for? No?
1: Anyway, from the very beginning, it's just so Disney. First of all, her mom died when Mm -hmm. she was a kid. Dead
0: mom. Which was like,
1: oh, Disney movie. that's a sure sign (laughs) that it's a Disney movie. Almost every fucking Disney movie has children whose parents die. Mm -hmm. So Disney... Yeah, I don't I I feel like as usual, Micah, you're gonna wanna talk about this in some sort of linear fashion. And I <laughs> I just have things to say about it. I don't care about the plot. How about if we tell a quick Well, I have the some, plot is quite simple. I have
0: some interesting like trivia notes and stuff I we doubt can talk it. about. Go ahead.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um So Sandra Bullock did get a I'm golden Sorry. globe. Wait, let me just <laughs> butt in here. I let just me... want to finish that nomination she did not win a golden globe for let this, me but just butt in to say
1: i apologize for my general tone and attitude i would say normally you are the asshole mm-hmm. about the things we watch and i'm trying to keep an open mind and i did i went into this with an open mind but i was so like genuinely angry by the end <laughs> she was that i've carried that anger into this recording and i'm she was i'm gonna try to do some breathing while you're talking to okay to try to Lighten that, you know, uh, my whole
0: thing. Okay. Some nice calm. It, it'll be nice for the listeners, too. A little ASMR while I'm talking about while you were sleeping.
1: Well, you don't have an ASMR voice. No,
0: I know. You're doing breathing in the background. I was imagining you, like, inhaling and exhaling loudly while I...
1: Go. Just do your... Why don't you say <laughs> your trivia?
0: Okay. Well, I already started a little bit. Um, Sandra Bullock did get a Golden Globe nomination for this. hmm She was... This was like her, not her peak, but she was a rising star at the mm-hmm. time. Um, and I, I do have to say, Sandra Bullock was okay in this.
1: Sandra Bullock's she fine. She was
0: good compared to everything else. She was great compared to everything else. I think she was...
1: Sandra Bullock is not the problem with this no, movie. No, not at all. In fact, I, I wrote down early on, she's very cute and understated. I right. I actually was, I was watching her and thinking, I get it. I get why she is, or was sort of the or one of the it mm-hmm. women for this kind of movie.
0: She's cute. She's like not over the top.
1: Right. I mean, she's very understated, yeah. but I, she's um she is I thought she was good. I I enjoyed watching her. Um which kind of surprised me. I don't know why. I don't have any particular feelings about her, but I'm not I don't usually see her movies. Yeah. Um cuz most of them are not um things i'm interested in mm-hmm. i guess though i did see the lake house
0: oh boy
1: uh anyway so i i i thought she was very good she's yeah. not the problem the 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 movie and the writing the writing of the movie is the problem yes
0: the writing was horrible she didn't have a lot to work with the dialogue is it's all the worst thing it's the worst thing you've terrible. ever heard ever uh, but she actually was good in a lot of scenes where she she's playing this like lonely sad character mm-hmm. And she pulls that off really well, and does it in a way that's very relatable and like she's very relatable. But she's also funny, and she's that's that's Self-deprecating, and
1: I think that's the word I'm kind of was mm-hmm. re- searching for. Is that she is very relatable. She's very yeah relatable. Is a good word.
0: So also uh, when it came out, it opened at number one at the box office, mm-hmm. and it replaced another movie we've talked about, Bad Boys. Really which was episode forty,
1: huh? Yeah.
0: So they came out around the same time, and this was number one at the box office.
1: Mm -hmm. I mean, okay, yeah. (laughs) I'm not, so that doesn't surprise me. Although, I mean, now, would a romantic comedy ever be number one? I feel like our movies, we don't even, romantic comedies are kind of rare now, and if they do exist, they are the actually funny, you know, R-rated ones. Um, But the, you know, the big box office movies are always... Superhero movies or like fucking Star Wars.
0: Originally, this script was shopped around as a reversal in the genders, So the woman was asleep. Okay. And they offered it to Meg Ryan. And Meg Ryan's people were like, "Um, Meg Ryan's a huge star. Why would you want her to be asleep in your movie the whole time and have like five lines? Mm, Which it wasn't how it was. So then they were like, oh, let's switch it. And then all of a sudden they thought they were geniuses and everybody loves the movie because it's switched because the man is asleep. He's the sleeping beauty, Jen. But
1: then it still wasn't Meg Ryan.
0: No. Um, She wasn't interested. Uh, Demi Moore and Julia Roberts were offered the roles, Hmm. the role, but they turned it down.
1: I could see Julia. Julia Roberts would be good. Meg Ryan would probably have been good. I don't see Demi Moore. She's too intense for this, I feel like.
0: Yeah, I think Sandra Bullock made this film palatable because the rest of it was
1: almost almost hot trash oh boy
0: can we just talk about the music for a second too the (laughs) music is (laughs) it's like easy listening i don't even know this also made me so it's the most generic yeah crap music
1: you know do you think it's possible that this is another one of those situations where the soundtrack wasn't available like it actually had better music at the time because i was like this was the fucking 90s you had so much good music to choose from I mean it's obviously a large big it big budget be, film with big stars because it sounded stars. like
0: fucking elevator music it was so it bad really
1: did. we should look that up because it was so distractingly bad yeah and, and then, speaking of the music well go ahead
0: yeah I was gonna mention the song at the end the only song I remember being in it that's recognizable is like Dusty <laughs> Springfield and Daryl Hall singing some fucking song and it's It was weird. Actually, I take that back. There were a few, there was a Christmas song that mentioned Chicago at the beginning. Um, But then it, because the movie's set in Chicago, it immediately Mm -hmm. mentions New York and like the next line of the lyrics. And so it's like, it was just, somebody said, find a generic Christmas song with Chicago in it. And they threw it in there.
1: Yeah. So anyway.
0: It is also a Christmas movie. It's set around Christmas, but it's never shown around Christmas or anything. It's just stuck in the rom-com category.
1: Yeah, that is interesting. It's never um, listed as much of a Christmas movie. So anyway, let's talk about, let me give a quick mm-hmm. plot description. The basic plot is this. Sandra Bullock is a, she works in the ticket booth at the um, train, the L mm-hmm. train in Chicago.
0: The CTA, the Chicago Transit Authority.
1: Right. She, takes she sells tickets and takes tokens and mm-hmm. stuff. And there's this dude, Peter Gallagher, that she sees. It seems like she sees him every day. He says Merry Christmas to her at the beginning. And she, like, falls in love. But she she's had a crush on this dude. Yeah. It seems like for a while. He's this handsome, business-looking man. Friendly right. man.
0: He has a long coat and <laughs> he has a briefcase. suits and a briefcase. And, you know, that's
1: code for business.
0: Big fucking eyebrows.
1: Yeah. And she's into that. And <laughs> so then... Basically, what happens is, and I'm going to go back to talk about this a little more in detail. But okay. he gets hit by a train, goes into no, a... he doesn't. Sorry, <laughs> 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 fuck me, <laughs> God damn it's Wait. like the most basic.
0: He gets hit by a train, dies. <laughs> Movie over. It was <laughs> a sweet little rom com.
1: No, stop cutting that. <laughs> going back, he almost gets hit by a train. Mm-hmm. He gets. Like, not really mugged. I can't really tell what happens with these two dudes. Like, they don't really jump him. It's like they're lightly pushing him around. And he falls off the platform onto the tracks. She jumps down, saves his life. But he's in a coma. So then she goes to the hospital. She makes a comment about how... Like, she thinks she's saying it to herself. She Mm -hmm. says, I was going to marry him, but this nurse overhears her, thinks she's serious assumes that she's her she's his fiance. So then she's there yeah. introduced as the fiance. His whole family believes it. So throughout the movie everybody thinks that she is his fiance. She's not their strangers. So then his brother comes to town. She and him, they fall in love. That's Bill Pullman. They do a real stupid thing on the ice. I'll <laughs> we'll talk about it later. And um and uh he wakes up and this is this is uh, Well, basically, that's it. That's the story, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, overall, we'll get to what happens, I guess, in a little bit. Not that we're going to talk about this so long, everybody. Don't worry. We basically
0: Um, just covered it all. I don't think there's much more to talk about. Well, I didn't
1: cover what happens when he wakes up and how.
0: (laughs) (sighs) Jen did not like the plot devices that were used.
1: Well, here's the thing is that I thought, okay, this plot actually, it's silly and stupid, but it's a good plot for a romantic comedy, right? Like... I th- I thought the I thought the idea was kind of cute, mm-hmm. if you will. Like these movies are meant to be cute, and as I said, i have tried to go into this with like an open mind. Like what what is?
0: <sighs> Did you try to go into it what with an open mind? You just about... spent fifteen minutes talking about how it was PG, and you were like, "Fuck this movie" True. before it even started. <laughs>
1: Well, I was upset from the beginning because of that. Yes. And my expectations were immediately lowered. But I actually did, because I've heard of this movie many times. Mm-hmm. So I kind of assumed that it was okay, at least. <laughs> like, I thought it would be entertain- mildly entertaining. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's all I was asking for. Mm-hmm. Um, And it wasn't. It wasn't, Micah.
0: It's a classic, Jen. It's much beloved.
1: So I would like to talk about the scene... Where he falls onto the train tracks. Yes. Because, and this is also... See, but I don't think this is a soundtrack problem. The This should have been like a pretty kind of scary, upsetting scene, right? Mm-hmm. Like this dude just fell on the train tracks. Mm-hmm. And she has to jump down there and like get on him and roll...
0: Out of the way, because there's a the train way. coming.
1: There is a train coming. And like it it should have been suspenseful, You should have been like, oh, shit, you know? But here's the thing. The music Mm -hmm. was like...
0: This jaunty little piano number.
1: Yeah. Did you write this down also? (laughs) Because I was like, there's nothing suspenseful about this because the music is like happy and silly. Like It's like um, the message is like, check out this hilarious hijinks, you know, where the dude (laughs) almost gets fucking flattened by a train.
0: Yeah.
1: So right from the beginning i hate it
0: Mm, okay i think you've made that clear
1: i'd like to also because i'm going through my notes here Mm -hmm. and i'm wondering if you could explain to me what i meant (laughs) i'll try (laughs) so i wrote down the word i just wrote down um for one of my notes hop 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 does that mean anything to you hop yep h-o-p hop
0: I mean, it does mean it means a nope, few things I to mean, me. No, I mean, does it?
1: Okay, so you don't know. Here's the next thing I wrote no down idea. after that.
0: Uh, can you give me like a timeline, like context? A no, bit, because or? I
1: don't take notes with context. What are you talking about? Well,
0: but you're I, watching the movie linearly. Here's and, what I wrote
1: before that. Mm-hmm. The two notes before that: Disney through and through, and then she's very cute and understated. And then hop, hop, <laughs> and then after that I wrote, "What the hey?
0: Okay, thank you I for that. I think someone context. must
1: have said, What the hey? What the hey? Why would I write, What the hey?
0: Did someone also say, Hop?
1: I don't know. I think that maybe I was trying to start something.
0: I think maybe you were trying to write something else and it auto corrected. Your phone thought you said, meant to say, well, Hop. Well, it doesn't
1: matter because, What the hey?
0: What the hey, Jen? Why'd you write Hop?
1: I was hoping you would know. I had
0: no idea what any of that is.
1: The next thing I wrote, because I actually did make a prediction about this movie that was incorrect, mm. which makes me feel like I might be
0: the target audience real stupid oh wow what
1: no what you said is so much worse than what i said no
0: i'm just saying like people that would watch this movie would maybe be surprised by something and be excited about it and there'd be twists and turns that they'd be i wasn't saying you were stupid or that people that watch this movie are stupid you're the one that said that
1: i didn't say that at all (laughs) (laughs) what i said was i made a prediction that was wrong about this movie and that makes me wonder about my intelligence. Mm-hmm. Anyway, doesn't matter.
0: What was the prediction? You can't I'm do that. trying to
1: say it. I thought, okay, because Peter Gallagher, the guy in the, um, I don't remember what his name is in the movie. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, let's call him Peter. Peter is in a coma. And you do find out that he actually did have a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And he had proposed to her. Mm-hmm. And she went off to Europe or something. And she, you hear a, a message on his answering machine, yeah. which was a thing back she then. She said no, right? No, she said yes. She said yes, I right. will marry you. And but then you she find can... out
0: later that she said no and then they broke up. But she's like, no, I just needed time. I didn't say no. And...
1: Whatever. She comes she says yes, I'll marry you and then she yeah. comes home. So my prediction was that I thought that Peter and Sandra, mm-hmm. I don't know anybody's names. No, what was her name? It doesn't matter. I thought they were gonna Lucy? Lucy. I mm-hmm. thought Peter and Lucy were going to end up In love. Mm. And I thought Bill Pullman and Peter's girlfriend were going to end up a thing. And you know why I thought that? Because of the movie The Family Stone. Do you remember that movie? Uh, Yes. That's what happens in that movie. Mm -hmm. Sorry if anyone hasn't seen that one. It's also a Christmas movie. Uh, And it's old, so...
0: Not this old.
1: Anyway, so... But I was wrong. That's not what happened.
0: No. Can we talk about the answering machine message that you just mentioned briefly? I'd love to. Um. So, Peter, whose name we don't remember because we don't give a fuck. No. Um, His Names. fiance flies to Europe somewhere mm-hmm. after he proposes and then calls months later, maybe? Weeks later? Calls his work number at night and leaves a message to say... Oh, it
1: was his work.
0: I say yes. It
1: was his office. I want to marry you. I forgot about that because she does uh, get into his house. Lucy Sandra Bullock, yeah. does get into his house because they, the people at the hospital give her his stuff. Mm-hmm. So she goes to his house.
0: And his keys were in his pocket. and Yeah. yeah. So, oh, but I
1: forgot it was at Is, <laughs> Why? That,
0: is that a normal thing you would do <laughs> if you were in Europe back then and there, there's no cell phones or anything? So well, would you call his work number at night?
1: Consider this. First of all, briefcase. He's a businessman. Does business. Businessmans work exactly. They also, work all the time. Time
0: difference. She probably just woke also up. Also, time difference. And was like, I want to marry him. He's probably at him. the
1: office. Also, he. You don't know. She may have tried his home phone first. We mm-hmm. don't know.
0: She maybe left. And that's one of the big too.
1: mysteries of the movie that's left unsolved.
0: And I guess it's something we can't really relate to because you know you couldn't just <laughs> get a hold of anyone immediately like you can now. So, mm-hmm. if you wanted to say yes to a marriage proposal, you had to leave it on a message.
1: You had... That was the actually... <laughs> on a
0: voicemail machine. It wasn't even voicemail. It was an answering machine, I'm probably. surprised
1: that we haven't... That this hasn't come up before. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that is how it was in the midnight Just just in 1995, actually. The year 1995. Just that brief the period of time. The only way to respond to a marriage proposal of any sort mm-hmm. was... Uh, Leave leave a voicemail. answering machine. Not voicemail. (laughs) Leave
0: a taped message. We did not have voicemail (laughs) yet.
1: We had answering machines.
0: I'm sure at his office, though, they had some sort of system, like voicemail system or something.
1: Well, then why'd she leave it on the answering machine for us all to hear? (laughs) I don't know.
0: (laughs) Movie magic, Jeff. No, it was like... We were inside. No, it was like... It was his answering
1: machine. Like, she was... Anyway. Anyway. Whatever. So, she's... So then there's that complication. And, of course, when she comes back, she's a huge bitch. She's the she's the bitchy woman that everybody loves to hate. No, mm-hmm. she. I'm saying that's the role she fills. You've got Sandra Bullock, who's the sweet, cute mm-hmm. girl-next-door type. And you've got her, who has a career. What a bitch.
0: Yeah. Well, and her family. What a fucking cunt. That's why her family is so excited <laughs> about Sandra Bullock. Because, like, Jack. Her family? Bill Pullman. His family. Bill Pullman knows. <laughs> It'd be weird if her family was excited. Her <laughs> yeah, family is excited. We're glad you're not like that stranger's <laughs> like, oh, fiance.
1: Man, my daughter's a real
0: bitch. <laughs> oh, I'm glad fa- you. I was talking about Lucy's family. Oh my god! <laughs> Such confusion. Happening. Well, this
1: is what it's like watching the movie, guys. You can't keep up. It's so. I'm kidding. There's nothing. It's
0: very straightforward. It's and actually
1: the yeah. There's nothing confusing at all about it.
0: You know, Peter Boyle's in this movie, and I. Always want to like Peter Boyle, but
1: why just because he played Frank the Frankenstein's basically, monster in Young Frank- basically, Frankenstein? Yes,
0: that's it, that's the only reason.
1: Seriously, what else has he been in that you are makes you a fan? Everybody loves Raymond?
0: No, nothing. It's so it's like, seriously Young Frankenstein, it's just Young Frankenstein. And yeah. the fact that he's in Everybody Loves Raymond, I'm like, uh, gross. I didn't like him in that either.
1: I mean, again, though, if you if you look if you have some grace <laughs> for the actors in this movie and mm-hmm. you look at what they were working with, I don't. Right. I think if you were to view it again um
0: with much lower expectations
1: well just thinking just knowing going in how horrible <laughs> the writing was going to be <laughs> you might be able to give them a little more grace yeah. like I'm my point is I don't think he was necessarily
0: No, he was <sighs> bad. Oh man.
1: Just... Oh god. He was involved in some of the worst parts of the movie. <laughs> One of my very least parts of this was the they Your kept, very least what did i say one of my very least parts yep. <clears throat> take two one of my very least favorite parts yes was this thing that they did okay speaking of everybody loves raymond Mm-hmm. a i've never really seen that show i've seen clips of that show way funnier than this movie <laughs> b ouch it seemed like they were going for that kind of feel in this movie meaning a sitcom kind of feel Mm. there were several conversations that that were like who's on first kind of conversations you know where they're where they're like misunderstanding each other in a way that they might on a sitcom that would maybe be kind of funny he looks good that's not peter that's jack uh who's jack again peter's brother peter's the guy's in the colon. yeah
0: so then, why did you bring jack
1: I didn't bring Jack. He followed me here.
0: So Jack's the fiance.
1: No, Peter.
0: Peter doesn't even know you
1: exist. I know.
0: So Jack is Peter.
1: Yeah.
0: Lucy. Yeah. They have doctors for this kind of thing.
1: I wanted to die.
0: Mm -hmm. One thing I will say, those types of scenes are always played for laughs on sitcoms and who's on first, like, obviously Who's that's on a, first a classic is funny. comedy like, bit it was funny but yeah. if you were really in that situation like the clip we just played you'd be super frustrated so they nailed the realism because watching those scenes <laughs> i was frustrated and angry no. that i was watching them
1: that's the thing though is that's what you were frustrated by
0: maybe that was their goal jen
1: here's the thing no <laughs> no Here's the thing. No, no. are not giving no, anybody here, the benefit no, of the doubt on Because this here's the thing, Micah. This is what's wrong about that. Is that they did not want anybody to feel frustrated watching <laughs> this movie. They wanted everyone to be comfortable mm-hmm. and happy. And there's nothing... Because of that, there's nothing meaningful about it at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's so insulting. Honestly, I, I found it insulting because... It was like, okay, here's another example. This might seem really stupid, but the cat's name... There's a cat in the movie. The cat's name is Fluffy. Mm -hmm. Why does the fucking cat's name have to be Fluffy? You know what I'm saying? Like, come up with a better cat. Like, that's every... It's like having a dog named Spot or Rover. Like, this is how little they thought about anything in this movie.
0: It's his fiance's cat, and she's a terrible person, so...
1: That wasn't the point, though, was it? It was because they were like, oh, there's a cat. Give, give it a name. Fluffy, obviously. Mm. That's the kind of movie this is. Do you get what I'm saying?
0: I mean, kind of. I don't
1: think you do. But no. I, somebody out there listening gets it. <laughs> because what I'm saying is... there hope. It, <laughs> it's <'Cause> otherwise,
0: not... <laughs> you just sound like a, a, kind of a wildly... <laughs> upset person
1: <laughs> about fluffy the cat listen <laughs> let me be clear i have no problem with the cat itself <laughs> cat's fine cat was great in the movie probably the highlight of the movie but i tell you what that cat was pissed too that cat's <sighs> like fluffy you guys couldn't come up with a better and it's like those the cat's com- a
0: professional the cat doesn't care what his character's name is it's He's like those conversations
1: they were having though it's the same kind of thing where they put
0: zero effort, so little effort
1: yeah. into writing something interesting or funny or compelling in any way.
0: Yeah, they did that with little things too. Like, there's a moment where Sandra Bullock is trying to leave, she's walking out the door, and she's like, I'll just go. And she kind of hesitates, and it's a good spot for like a joke or a funny reaction right, or right, something. Right, 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 right. And right. instead, it was just Okay, that was awkward.
1: It's that's that's how so much of the movie feels. Yeah, and it's as I said, it's not. It's not like it's awkward because the situation is awkward, although it is. It's awkward because of how
0: poorly it's written and uh, yeah, executed. Yeah, yeah,
1: and how, I mean, oh, but here's the thing, though, that I started thinking about, and it actually <laughs> made the rest. It made the movie watchable for me. Mm-hmm. This could have been a horror movie. If it had, if there was different music, think about this, because yeah. she's basically a stalker. Mm-hmm. Like, she shows up at the hospital. Basically, everyone thinks she's a, his fiance. Yeah. She takes his stuff. She doesn't correct anybody. If there had been, like, scary, unsettling music mm-hmm. beneath, like, the scenes at the hospital where she's standing kind of in the back behind the family, it could have been... <laughs> <laughs> like i kind of want to watch those scenes. she basically
0: invites herself over to their christmas celebration because this no, all they happens invited on her. christmas and then yeah. right but she inserts herself into the family and she like they they invite her but it's because she's there and she's this weird creepy person um, yeah
1: but that's all i could think about or maybe not horror might be the wrong word somebody but suspense should, yeah. somebody needs to remake
0: somebody should just recut it and like do a yeah
1: with different music
0: do a preview a trailer for it that'd be funny
1: I maybe I'm the one to do it, <laughs> maybe because I really, as I said, like that is the thing that got me through.
0: You know why we couldn't movie? remember Peter's name? Or because his name was? was Peter. I think
1: it's Peter. I think it might have been too. <laughs> I don't know what Bill name was. His but name I, was Jack. Jack. Mm-hmm. Here's a note. Um, I'm wondering about. Uh-huh. I'll I'll give you the notes leading up to it since that yeah helped. That's helpful. Sometimes. Helped you so much last time. <laughs> Um, why does the cat's name have to be Fluffy? Mm-hmm. Is Bill Pullman suspicious or just into her? Which is a question because he was acting suspicious of her.
0: He does that basically the whole movie. He's like, yeah. "Am I suspicious or do I believe her?" He's just There's into all these, her. Like things that happen, like with a cat. He, yeah. he follows her to Peter's apartment and she gets in and he's like, how'd you get in here? And she's like, I mean, the keys were in his jacket. I'm, or, I'm his fiance and, and I again, come over a lot. And then she's like, I came to feed the cat. And he says, Peter doesn't have a cat. And then a cat walks around the corner. Mm-hmm. And she knew because she got his stuff from the hospital and there was cat food in the box. Right. Um, and it's the fiance's cat. Anyway, um, and no, then but... a phone call comes while they're there and it's for her. Um, so then he's like, oh, he must, she must be his fiance. Yeah,
1: but again, it, it it's another example of like insulting our intelligence mm-hmm. because it's so obvious. <laughs> like anybody would have been able to figure it out. <laughs> you know, he should have figured it out. Yeah. But anyway, what it ends up being is that he's just into her anyway, and that's what it is. And then they love each other and they... <sighs> Do this thing on the ice. But anyway, oh, my next note is, it says this, how old? Do you want me to, <laughs> do you hear it again?
0: Nope. I got it. How old mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> can you provide any insight? I can't. Okay, good.
0: I got nothing.
1: Uh, Let's see. Then I wrote a, a thing <laughs> that we sort of are it, like, it's, it's, it turns into the thing that I hate the most in every TV show and movie, which is like everybody's.
0: Talking around something oh, yeah. and not communicating. Not telling the truth yeah. to
1: each other. And it's just like, I hate you fucking people. But then I wrote, oh God, there's so much of this movie left. <laughs> <laughs>
0: How old am I going to be when this ends? Maybe you were <laughs> writing.
1: Been. How old will I live to be if I finish this movie? We're, I feel like we're not really talking about the plot so much. I keep sort of pausing. Because there isn't gonna, much there. That's basically We basically it. said the plot. She gets close to his family, Mm -hmm. which is good because she's into his brother.
0: There is something that you wanted to talk about, about when Peter wakes up, what happens in the room with the family.
1: my God. Can I, can we, before we get there, Mm -hmm. I'm glad that I wrote this this down because I may not have remembered to mention it. Mm -hmm. There are two, in my opinion, absolute worst parts of this movie. And one is this. (sighs) The family. Peter and Jack's family. Mm -hmm. When they find out that she is Peter's fiance.
0: The Callahans. That's their last name. They have a a company called Callahan and Son Furniture.
1: Right. They want to give them a gift.
0: Mm -hmm. A happy couple. Yes. So Jack delivers it.
1: Right. What would you expect... A gift to be like a, a pre-wedding gift a for a couple who like doesn't live together yet mm. but you're going to give it to her you're going to d- bring it to her apartment a mixer not having ever seen it not having ever mm-hmm. been there but you're yeah a mixer a toaster mm-hmm. maybe a nice vase
0: mm. yeah like a wall vase
1: no it's a love seat
0: an ugly love seat
1: it's ugly as fuck
0: a shitty and it's ugly love
1: seat love seat <laughs> these people <laughs> have never been to this person's apartment. have no idea what it looks like, how much space there is. They give them a love seat. A love seat.
0: His apartment, Peter's apartment is he's like fancy pants lawyer man. Mm-hmm. lives in a high rise very modern clean apartment very mid-90s cheesy a lot of chrome and black and
1: so they give them a love seat that's like it looks like something that your grandma crocheted
0: (laughs) my grandma specifically
1: no just she didn't uh, crochet uh, no like a grandma like knitted this (laughs) Um, couch
0: uh, it's like blue quilted it's got like a blue floral print it's all over stuffed. maybe it is green but it's got like I remember it having, like, gold floral designs on it and wood trim, and it's overstuffed and really gaudy, kind of. (sighs) Yeah. Um, So they take it up to his apartment, and it doesn't match at all. They move it in and can't fit it in the door, so they jam it in there. I just... It
1: was another one of those... Okay, so the reason it existed was for Jack and Lucy... Yeah. to connect and start yeah. hanging out and have to do this thing together that's mm-hmm. hard because the love seat is heavy because it's a fucking love seat and they can't fit it through the door and it's ha—it's like a meet cute kind yeah. of thing even though they've met already. Whoa. Ooh, be careful. Uh, uh, maybe we should uh, angle it a little bit. Um, I think it's wedged. Why don't you step back for a little bit? I'm going to try an old trick. <clears throat> what's, what's the trick? Push it really hard. Okay. Okay. okay, Push.
0: I did. And then they go on this long walk.
1: But so my my point is, it's
0: all romantical, and they slip on the ice together and fall down in this terrible way. That's okay, but like, why? (laughs) Why would they give?
1: Why would you write that? I there are just so many other ways you could have made that happen.
0: His parents are out of touch with Peter. They're not. They're not in touch with him literally, and. They, you think they that was own, supposed to
1: be the point of that? I think
0: part of it that his parents don't really know, and his the company is like they buy furniture from estates from people that die, so it's mm-hmm. old furniture that they resell, and they just think it's a nice love seat, and they give it to him, the new happy couple. Um, I don't think it was a really well thought out gift at all. It was just like, hey, we just bought that love seat, let's give it to. <laughs> i guess
1: if if that was the reason then at least there's some something behind it the way that i thought well first of all in my memory they were delivering it to her apartment which is so much worse but so (laughs) it's not as bad as i was thinking but it just feels like such a such a something that you wouldn't do no one would send that gift without knowing specifically that they want. I mean, it's a significant piece of furniture. So it just felt so contrived. Like they were going for a situation, a certain kind of situation, and they just, it's like they threw it at the wall. (laughs) It didn't stick, but they picked it up off the ground and they did that shit anyway.
0: Well, it was also a way to move other plot things forward because she saw in the truck, she saw this really nice chair that she liked
1: that he that jack made you find out that jack made that's true and
0: he wants to make furniture that's why not have
1: it be that chair that why not that chair then just as the gift and then that's still i don't know Because that doesn't work with the
0: rest of the plot because jack has to tell his dad that that he he wants to make furniture and doesn't want to work with him anymore all right and she lucy convinces him to do that and they fall in love on this little walk and they slip on the ice a bunch
1: They don't even slip. They don't even slip. They're on this little patch of ice, and they're slipping sort of, and they're holding on to each other, and they're not slipping. And they are slipping, but they're not slipping. (laughs) And then they fall. And it's... Is that my pants or my muscles? Oh, give me your hand. Give me your hand. Whoa. I checked out. So there was a thing... I disconnected from my body in that. That was the scene when I... I left this mortal coil. <laughs>
0: when you were sleeping, killed my wife. Um, there was a <laughs> scene in that same courtyard outside Lucy's apartment uh, where the slipping happened later. That was like a thing after this movie, I think. So Bill Pullman gives a speech. Lucy has a uh, the land her landlord, the like super of the apartment or whatever. Oh God, His yeah. son is like this gross
1: dude. Yeah,
0: like. Dude that's like a new stereotype, Jersey type. yes, a Jersey new, new stereotype, Jersey but we're in Chicago, so I didn't get that. I, but a still, Chicago that's type like
1: was he did he have a Chicago accent? I thought no, it was more of a Jersey accent. Like a Jersey accent. But he they wore like this a wife feeder and, and like a gold chain yeah, and, yeah. And, I own this place,
0: and he saw gross, his butt crack and he keeps like he wants to go out with Lucy and she keeps turning him down. and it's it's mm-hmm. terrible. Um he is talking to Lucy one time outside her door, and they're kind of arguing. And Jack sees them. And then later, Jack is talking to Lucy and he's like, what's with that guy? He was, he's really into you. You're into him. You leaned or he leaned or something. And oh, they my talk God. about it forever.
1: Yep. And then it's a thing. Suddenly it's a thing. Leaning. Okay. How did I lean when I leaned?
0: How were you leaning? It was yeah. a lot different than hugging. Hugging's very different. Hugging that involves arms and hands and... Leaning is whole bodies moving in like this. Leaning involves wanting and accepting. Leaning. Yeah, and then later, the guy, that guy that we're talking about, (laughs) Joey Fusco Jr. or whatever, um, sees Bill Pullman and is like, he must be really into you. He leaned in.
1: Hey, Luce, is this guy bothering you? No, no. Are you sure? Because it looks like he's leaning. Thank you. See?
0: Like he leaned. No, he doesn't say
1: he leaned in. Uh. Leaning in is a thing. (laughs) He said... He, he leaned. leaned. <laughs> and then it comes up again a few other times. Yeah. And I was like, what? Is this a thing? Was this a thing? I think they leaning.
0: made it a thing after this movie. It became a people talked about.
1: But what does it even mean? Is it like leaning he against leaned. the door frame? You know, like.
0: No, I think it's like you lean you lean in close to someone and you're just standing so close. That's like, leaning in, Micah. I There's know. already a phrase <laughs> for that.
1: <laughs> that. See, Why? Why with this movie? Everything. Leaning. Leaning is not a thing.
0: Leaning is not a thing?
1: I mean, it's not a thing. It's not the thing they're trying to make it.
0: Yeah, I know. It was weird.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. Jack gives a super sentimental speech in the hospital about how his parents were always like, why can't you be more like your brother? And it was like super just on the nose. He tells a stupid story about poker. I don't care. There's
0: a lot of monologuing to the sleeping peter
1: yeah people yeah exactly people expressing their shit but
0: then he wakes up you got to talk about that scene because you loved it so much i did i oh i misread that
1: (sighs) this was the other well no actually the ice is one of the top two worst parts and i was thinking the love seat the love seat actually isn't as bad as i was thinking but it's still so whatever point is um peter comes out of his coma he sees everybody. He sees his family there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Remembers everybody. Remembers, he looks around.
0: It's like a point of view shot where he, he remembers everything. pans yeah. to the right. Hi mom. Hi dad.
1: Circle. Hi grandma. Hi so and so. And then he sees her, and mm-hmm. he's like, "Who are you?" And the family, not her. The family is like, "Well, that's Lucy, your fiance, honey." Mm-hmm. So no. So first of all, let's stop right there. No one thought to write into the movie that someone might have been suspicious in that moment like (laughs) like at least frown a little or you know look confused but no no of course she's his fiance she said so Mm -hmm. why would they (sighs) so then what happens is that they convince him that he has selective amnesia Mm Mm-hmm. So they
0: all just jump to that conclusion, and the doctor, without doing any examinations yeah, or anything, is the doctor, just like, it's like, Must like "Oh have well, amnesia.
1: selective amnesia is yeah. a, can happen; it's a thing." But here's the thing: I, that may be true that that can happen. This doesn't. This particular <laughs> brand of of selective amnesia doesn't happen. You don't, and think I'll so? tell you why. Because you don't
0: forget one person.
1: You don't forget one person and cut their. Whole story out of your life when you remember everything. He remembered everything from the moment he fell off the plane af- off yeah. the train platform. You know what I mean? So like, all I could think, I kept thinking like, how could you convince yourself that these people were telling you the truth when you could think back? He knew he had a different girlfriend. Well, he
0: goes through that, and he kind of he's like, hmm, I remember this, and I you remember just this think back
1: through your day, and you're she like, nope, she wasn't kind
0: of familiar
1: i don't know i just it's well, so ludicrous
0: the one explanation i have for that is that the doctor that explained it to them <laughs> is not an actual doctor he's not a doctor <laughs> yeah. he's john ex dad
1: oh yeah um, right
0: he really was john ex i know um so maybe he doesn't know shit about brain science yeah so that's, uh, that's... one option
1: anyway bottom line um, this movie sucked so much and I'm really angry about it at the end I did something I don't think I've ever actually I know that I've never done for anything that we've watched for this podcast nor anything I've watched ever in my life <laughs> which was that I just started yelling <laughs> I just started yelling for a couple minutes straight
0: I think there was some yelling when we tried to watch the mask but we didn't make it all no, the way no we through didn't the mask. watch the whole thing <laughs> yeah Um, we do have to talk about the end though, because I was yelling the word no over (laughs) and over. (laughs) My least favorite thing in the whole movie is
1: (gasps) the wedding scene. Yes. Peter. Oh my God. Peter
0: Jackson, Peter, Peter
1: Jackson, Peter
0: and Lucy get married and Peter's still in the fucking hospital for some reason. He's awake from his coma. He's fine. He's been there for like weeks.
1: She lets it go all the way to the wedding.
0: And then he proposes to her. again Again,
1: right because he gets this speech yeah he
0: they have the wedding in the hospital yep so she shows up she's late at this point she knows that she's in love with jack she walks down the aisle they start the ceremony, and right at the beginning, she says, "I object." And the guy's like, "We're not to that point yet." And so she objects. She tells the whole. She turns
1: to the family.
0: Story. The whole tearful the truth. story. She yeah. tells the truth.
1: Which she could have just done, like you know. And a they while all
0: back. just kind of sit there, and then his fiance comes in mm-hmm. and says, "I also object." And then a guy comes in behind her because we just needed one more funny gag, and it's his fiance's husband. That's right. She's married. And oh. he says, I also object. I'm her husband. And mm-hmm. then they all get mad at Peter and say his family yells at him like, you proposed to a married woman?
1: No one's mad at Lucy. Everyone's like, oh, that's cool that you and are, a sto- are a stalker. that
0: Lucy disappears. She just leaves as they're all freaking out because there's so much hubbub. Mm-hmm. She walks out. So oh, then God. we flash then, forward oh, to like... Maybe two weeks later or something, or a few weeks later. This
1: is when I started yelling.
0: Lucy's back at work, and she's taking tokens. And her friend, who sits in the booth with her on the other side, says, makes a comment that they never explain or anything. She says, so, last day, huh? And Lucy's like, yep. And then they just move on. So she's leaving she's her She's quitting job. her job for some reason. Well, we don't know why. Well, because he
1: rides the train there every day. I mean, and that makes sense to me. So she doesn't want to see him anymore. That'd be a quitting. little awkward.
0: So tokens are dropping in and people are going through. And le- why don't you explain what happens, Jen?
1: Oh, a wedding ring drops into the token slot. <laughs> a wedding ring. A wedding <laughs> ring dro- drops in there. And then and then she looks up and it's Bill Pullman and the whole <laughs> fucking family. I need to ask you a question. Get down on your knee. It's more romantic. He's proposing. Let him do it. I am letting him do it. And <laughs> there's so many reasons I hate it that I don't. First of all, they knew each other for a few days, maybe a week. This it you said he was in the hospital like for week. weeks. I don't think it was weeks. I think You're it right. was like a week. You're right. They hardly it was know Christmas each other to
0: New Year's, basically. A little they bit. They hardly
1: longer. fucking know each other. Yeah. It wasn't loved, like, then. hey, you want to go get dinner sometime?
0: The family loves her. She's already part of the I family. I can't. I can't. Jack can't. fell in love. It's
1: all that women want, Micah, is a wedding ring. And that's the bottom. That is the moral of this movie.
0: Well, she did make him. He, he asked if he could come in to like actually propose. And she said, well, you have to. And so he pulled out a token. She she wanted a wedding ring and a token. You know,
1: Yeah, hilarious. She
0: didn't want to get fired on her last day.
1: So that was how this piece of shit ended.
0: Actually, the very end is her narrating some more. Oh, right. And she mentions that she her dad told her something at the beginning about how her, like, you never know how life's going to turn out or something. And she's like, well, I'm glad my dad told me that because I didn't know how this was going to turn out. And then the train pulls away and they're at the back of the train And they got married on the train. She's in a wedding dress and they kiss. And the train pulls around the corner and goes away. And she says, later, Peter asked me, when did you fall in love with Jack? And I answered,
1: it was while you were sleeping. Very last words of the movie. Very last words while you were sleeping. So clever.
0: That's my favorite thing when people say the movie title in the movie.
1: And now, never again can I say about the movie while you were sleeping. I never saw that. And then we should roll credits right there. But instead, we're going to instead wrap it up. I did have some... I wanted to talk about a Montana thing, but I think instead we're going to wrap it up. So we'll pick up on... We'll we'll cover some of that next week. Unfortunately, we had somehow too much to say about this movie. (laughs) But anyway, thank you all for listening so much. Again, I feel like this was just such a... Such a negative uh, Nelly episode. Yeah, we kind
0: of—I would say we kind of switched places on this one, but I also hated it. So yeah,
1: but you weren't as violent about oh, your hatred. Wait,
0: there was one funny scene, and I have I, to tell oh, this. Oh,
1: I was going to mention that as there well. There was one yeah. funny
0: scene. I did see this movie. The one. And I, I one remember thing seeing at. it in the theater with my sister, who's older than I was. But we probably just were like, "Let's go to a movie. That looks funny. Let's go." And it wasn't. But the one thing we remember <laughs> laughing out loud. <laughs> in the theater yeah um there's a little like paper boy interstitial scene where a paper boy is just riding his bike down the sidewalk throwing papers and he reaches in his basket throws a paper and the whole front wheel of the bike turns and he just slams down he, the well, he sidewalk. slips on ice super hard it's yeah. terrible and then they go back to some like fun family scene and yeah,
1: it exists for no reason at all.
0: It's the only funny part in the movie. It
1: Micah laughed out loud at that part and I it wrote was great. I wrote the only thing that Micah has laughed at is this poor kid who slipped on the <laughs> ice. You absolute <laughs> fucking psychopath.
0: Yep. Yep. That's <laughs> accurate. poor kid.
1: Okay, anyway, Thank um, you so much. Thank you. We're um we're excited to be back. And that's all. Um how do we do this? Thank you to Graham McCrae for our artwork.
0: Thank you to Fifi Folios for our internet stuff.
1: Thanks to Mines Violet for our music.
0: until next time. See, See you in the, the 90s. 90s.